Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizenine. My name is Jared Countess, and our mission is to empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity. Last week, we talked about tribes and how tribes are formed, what tribes need to survive, and the loneliness that can come with building a bridge. And this week, Jared, we're going to do something a little different. Talk to us about it. Yeah, we're going to go over some of the highlights of this year. Um, this is, it's been a trying year for everyone um, with COVID and everything else. It's obviously not over with yet, but that's life, right? Struggle, <laughs> struggle is eternal. <laughs> but it's always bright spots. So um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go over the bright spots of this year. We're going to talk about, you know, some of the things that both me and Jesse have learned. Um, we're going to highlight some of you guys that are in the group, or some, if you guys are watching this now and you're not in the group, we're going to highlight some of the things that we've seen in terms of, you know, how people have, have grown this year. I, I really feel like despite all the noise and all of the divisiveness, I have seen a lot of growth in human consciousness this year. And um, yeah, I want I want to I want to touch on that. I don't know. Do you want to go first, Jesse? Or yeah. yeah, you know, I'll just I'll just quickly say for me a couple of highlights with the group is just one meeting so many of you all and being able to have some of the conversations we've been able to have and and have some of the discourses both in the group and in private. I have I feel like I have grown tremendously as a person through this process with Jared this year, and just in terms of opening my mind and expanding and. I continually have my mind blown when I find out that people don't think what I think and they don't believe what I believe because in my head, when I'm thinking it and feeling it, I feel like how can anybody else not get this and how can anybody else not believe this? What the hell is wrong with them? And, <laughs> and having that grace and compassion for both myself and others, it, it's been, I feel like this has really helped me build those muscles. I think the group has given me a, a really incredible opportunity to ask bigger questions of myself and look at more complex issues and problems, but also trying to take some of the complexity out of it and trying to simplify things down to their most crucial beginning pieces. I think for some of us, at least this is how I feel. And I don't know if any of you feel this way too, or you do, Jared, there you take human human issues, human challenges, and we put so much rhetoric and language behind them. And some of these words are so monosyllabic. They sound like they're spoken in Greek, Chinese, and Latin all combined in one. And it's intimidating to even go to the idea of even dipping your toes into the water of that and exploring what that could possibly be. And I, what I think when having these conversations with you, Jared, at least for me is it's kind of given me a life vest to go into that water. And as I'm in the water and I'm starting to peer back my own, you know, it's kind of like when we're little kids and we're afraid to go in the water because we're afraid there's going to be some shark or something in there. And then we get in there and we realize it's completely safe. I'm realizing once I'm in the water that as murky as it may be, there is some enjoyableness to it. And as I start to wade through the murkiness, I start to see that really what was there all along is something familiar, water. It just had a different illusion, a different lens on it. And when I was willing to step outside of my lens I have and how I saw that water, what it really unveiled to me was something very familiar. 
and something that I felt comfortable with with diving into and exploring. And I think that it's, this is honestly, it's been one of the best parts of my 2020. It's my, I, I've said this, so I don't want to be a broken record, but I look forward to these conversations every week with you, Jared. There's times where I walk away and I feel so energized. There's times I walk away and I think, boy, the world has so much work to do. And there's times I walk away, I feel so hope and optimistic about it. And I'm excited to see where we all grow from here. Oh man, I, I, I liked your analogy about the water, right? And so um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal it, I'm gonna use it, <laughs> right? So like this whole sea of turmoil that we dealt with like this year, right? Is, is like, you know, people have been looking at, at, at the water or looking at the ocean of, of, of different issues that we're talking about and they see it, they see this rough, rocky, dangerous place, right? That they don't want to swim in. And, I, and, and they usually look at it as the other side, right? So the, I'm on the land and the other side is in this, they don't understand they're in this, wave-ridden, turmoil, uh, what do they call it, riptide, <laughs> and, uh, and America is drowning, <laughs> right? And, um, and then, like you said, um, what these conversations allow, right, when we, when we really have them to seek understanding, right, is we, is we find it in that water is, 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 is almost the same, same belief systems or the same general thoughts and feelings and emotions as we have on our piece of land right and 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 so it's like these whole all these conversations happen in the water right and and sometimes you know people want to splash the other person (laughs) right or it's like we call it throwing bombs or shooting you know verbal missiles um and uh but but when we when we can kind of you know get underneath for the surface and 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 really understand that person's point of view we found out that, you know like you said we're all in the same water it's somewhere we it's familiar we we recognize it we and we can see where it's coming from as long as we don't fire so many shots and so that was the biggest thing that i took away from what's going on in this group right and what we what we learned as long as we're not caught up in the game of of firing shots and bombs and things like that at each other and really talking to each other to understand where that person's coming from right then then believe it or not we we this is what the group has taught me we can understand it (laughs) right we can actually and we can understand it in a way that doesn't make it alien or evil or something like that, we can understand it in a way that we can see the goodness in it. We can see the light in it. Um, when it so I, I had a conversation uh, with a client of mine um, the other day, and I don't know if you ever heard of Thomas Hobbes or John Locke. Have you ever heard of those two people? I don't think so. Okay, I want you guys to look them up. Um, Thomas Hobbes, John Locke. They were two uh, political theorists, theorists, right, of the, um, I believe, 1600s, 1700s, right? So the, they, their ideas were the, one, Hobbes uh, was 
a proponent of monarchies or really dictatorships or <laughs> whatever, right? And then uh, John Locke was a proponent of democracy, right? And believe it or not, our, our founding fathers, we had a mixture, like some of our founding fathers were kind of Hobbesian and some of them were Lockean, right? There were two different lines of thought. So um, Thomas Hobbes, uh, his fundamental, uh, one of his fundamental statements about the theory of humanity, of people, right? If people are, I'm reading this because I, I sent it to somebody else and I kind of got it backwards the other day, but people are born with rights that they relinquish to the monarch and return for protection. This is known as a social contract, right? So basically people relinquish some of their rights, their freedoms to the government, right? So that they can feel safe, right? I think that that is one of the tenets of how our government is run. But here's John Locke, and this is going to sound way more familiar. All people are born with certain inalienable rights. <laughs> they are life, liberty, and the right to own property, right? Uh, we said we, they, they turned it, our founding fathers turned it into the right to pursue happiness, right? And so if you look at the arguments that are happening right now, right, they're on both sides of that. Right. And so another thing that Thomas Hobbes said is the purpose of government uh, was to keep law and order. Right. And then John Locke, on the other end, the purpose of government is to protect individual liberties and rights. Right. And it's so funny that like in this year, we've seen both arguments from both sides of the table. Does that, am I, am I making sense? Right. Like, no, government should protect everybody. Hence, you know, we need laws to, you know, the law, the law is not protecting black people as equally as it should, right? Does that, am I making any kind of sense? Yeah. yeah. Right. But, and, and, and things need to, and, and that's a Hobbesian point of view, right? <laughs> and, and the law, and, and then, no, the government, the government's job is to protect individuals rights and liberties and things like that right not necessarily to provide law and order but to make sure that i have the ability to provide almost my own sense of law and order is am i making sense and like i should get the right to choose and both things are true right and that's the water right but i'm looking at the water from this lens and calling it this way in one sense and i'm looking at the water from this lens this on the same side of the shore, and then in this in this area, I'm calling it something completely different. But when we get in the water, like you said, right, we see that oh, we we do really want both, right? And and this is, but I but my 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 viewpoint is a little bit different. And when I can see that I actually want both, and we both want both, then we can we can find that ground, that bridge where we connect and so this group has this group has allowed me to if it wasn't for this group I wouldn't have been able to make that connection that's what I'm gonna say and that's been my highlight and I see out in the world even though people are performing big tribes I see people coming together actually believe it or not I feel like I see people coming together more and more um, maybe that's because that's the fuck I want to see. 
<laughs> but I but I see people I see people because there's we're in such a vulnerable place right now because the world is so chaotic that you that you that you hear people you know trying to empathize with others trying to 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 feel what they're feeling if i'm making any kind of sense i don't know i don't know if you feel that way but it, at least in this group it's, it's giving me that and uh definitely had some had some dark times uh lots of them but i but i gained you know i was we were deep underwater right but i gained so much understanding in that in that deep dark place of of i found light i found light yeah. to, oh this is that's a belief I hold. I get it. Oh, okay. And definitely that's a belief I hold. Oh, okay. And now I'm, I'm, I'm a new person. Cause I've had, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like, if you look at relationships in four tiers and we'll use the proverbial trash can as an example, you know, your partner comes home and, and while this is a romantic example, you can apply this to any relationship. Your partner comes home, and says, you didn't take the trash out, screw you. Example two, partner comes home, you didn't take the trash out, you obviously don't love me. Example three, you didn't take the trash out, it's really important to me, I'll take it out. Example four, you didn't take the trash out, are you okay? Right? And so what you have is you have this progression, the first three of the person thinking of self, right? You didn't, you didn't do it. So it's an act of war. You didn't do it. It's an, a declaration of not caring and obviously making everything else more important than that person. The third one is, is it's just a recognizing of self. Like this is more important to me than maybe it is to them. So I can be proactive and do it. And the fourth one is an evolution of where we're not thinking of self first. We're thinking of the other person. And the challenge with us in discourse is most of the time, discourse breaks down very quickly to not a focus on the evolution of the greater whole, but it breaks down into the defending of ego, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, it's the example one and two screw you or you don't, you don't care about me. And then maybe some resentful level three will finally do it myself. If we can get to a place of level four, and, and all of us could play with this in our own lives. You know, the easiest thing is you don't have to take this and apply it to changing the world right now. You can just do it and apply it to your relationships at home with your significant others, with your friends, your, your kids. And watch how it transforms, but also watch the challenge that you face in, in playing in that framework. Jared and I were talking beforehand. Yeah, it, it sounds beautifully romantic on paper to say love is my highest value and I'm going to always consider the other person. But boy, is it fun to pick at our partner sometimes boy, is it fun to just set them up so we can get the boom on them because they did it to us a few weeks ago and we've been kind of waiting to get even. But if we're always playing the game of getting even, nobody's ever going to get ahead. Yes. Yeah, and, I, and I think that's something that's really, for me, has become clearer and clearer this year is I think in many ways we're playing the wrong game we're playing the wrong game in the sense of we're trying to policy and police human behavior 
at such a basic level that we're not getting to these bigger fundamental issues of what it means to be human, I think, in some ways. So it comes out in anger. And unfortunately, the media will really lash on to example one and two, screw you and you don't love me, because that's what people seem to tune into. But where I've really seen it transform, I feel like in this group, and, and again, like with Jared, maybe I'm just, I'm biased and this is what I want to see, is I see more moving to three and four. I see more people having those considerations, having those conversations, stopping the pause, being willing to ask bigger questions. And it's, it's you know, it takes a small pebble to make a big ripple. Yes. It's, it's, what is that called? The butterfly effect? Can the, the, can the flapping of a butterfly cause a, a hurricane or whatever it is across the world? And maybe just maybe it is. And so as much as people may want to try to spin the, the thing that America is in trouble and all these types of things, it's always darkest before the dawn. It's from the mess that great things can come. And it's, I think if we look at life like Legos, when things fall apart, it doesn't mean they're broken. It just means we can pick up the pieces and build something greater together. Wow. And Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. I'll keep talking. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Jared and I were talking to you before we started recording. And I think just with the holidays coming up, this is because uh, next week will be Christmas and then it'll be New Year's and everything. What do you all want to see? Like, it, you know, we would love to hear your 2021 vision for the group. What would you like to see to come out of this? What would you like to see grow from this? And that growing piece is a key key component to it too because it's 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 growing together not growing apart and unfortunately emotional infusion is often needed to get the initial momentum to start to grow together but to sustain the sustain the love of really having a garden come to full fruition we have to be able to continue and and produce our own emotion behind it. So what would your old vision for 2021 building a bridge be? What does that look like for you? What, how does it transform? And also too, I think we would both love and appreciate to hear from you. Of, has there been any ahas insights for you this year? What have you learned? How have you grown as a person? How has your community changed or has it changed? Where do you see progress being made? Where do you see things being held back? What are some of the issues that you think need to be tackled? What are some of the the scary parts that we haven't type quite tiptoed into yet. What are the bigger conversations that we've been avoiding that we still need to have, you know, give your feedback, provide your two cents, your voice matters. And, and I know both Jared and I really want to hear from you about it. Yes. Yes. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I had my wife just showed me some bad move, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah no um i i i do i want you guys feedback on on what you've seen and um i the small pebble is the key right the small pebble is the key and and if we can feel like as small pebbles we can create large ripples and which we can right by by reaching that fourth level right um it 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 changes everything right but we have to do it in our personal lives as well 
right? I think a lot of times what we do is we focus on, okay, well, these are the problems in America, in the world, right? And we, and we latch onto that and we say, we're trying to solve a bigger problem, right? We're trying to solve a, a bigger issue, but we're not looking to figure out, you know, how we correspond with the people we love. Like when you talk about the marriage, right? Uh, and the people that we care about and how, and how if we could manifest those changes and how we speak to those people, how that could magnify in terms of how we can create those large ripples to make the world better, right? And, 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 and if, if, if you are speaking to your spouse or your child in such a way that creates understanding and love and shows kindness, and then you can take that type of conversation out into the world, then you will do the same thing, right? But if, but if, if, if you're not having those conversations at home, right, then it doesn't matter what type of conversations that you're having out in the world, because it's going to mirror that. It's going to be, and it's going to be a magnification of it because you probably care less about those other people than you do about these people who you, <laughs> who you treat in such a way of, okay, you must not love me or you must hate me, right? Because you said this thing or you did, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you, if you're throwing bombs here because you feel that way, then you're definitely going to throw bombs out there because you feel that way, right? And if we can evolve, that's the evolving the collective consciousness that we, we are seeking that kind of love, peace and understanding both at home and in our own personal lives and then in the world, then we're going to build that. We're going to create that, right? And I want to tell you guys, because that, that's been growth for me, is that it's so freeing. It is freeing, right? To, to, to interact with people in such a way that one, I'm as much as I possibly can, I, I'm not gonna say 100%, staying true to my core values, right? The things that I truly believe right but then actually seeking to understand why you feel a certain way right and why or how what i did or our interactions made you feel a certain way without necessarily hmm. okay let me because what i want to say is without necessarily taking that on as my fault because if i'm holding on to my values and i'm speaking my truth and it offends you right and then you come back at me offended and hurt and i respond in such a way to say well how does that hurt you right and i'm seeking to understand as opposed to seeking to defend my values does, am I making any sense? Right? Because I know my values and I know where they come from. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not offended that you were offended. Does that make any kind of sense? But I also know that I can expand and grow my values and my, and my, and my interactions can change. Right? And so I can seek to understand where you're coming from without hurting my internal views of self and my value system, right? And so I'm not taking, I'm not taking, I'm not taking full responsibility for hurting you, right? 
but in, in, in terms of like, oh, my value system just offends the fuck out of you, right? But I am saying, okay, well, maybe something, there's something I can learn, something that I can grow from here, right? And I'm learning, right? And I can, within my system, change, change how I interact with you, right? So that I am respecting where you're coming from, right? Then we can grow together. Or, or we can, we can decide not to speak to each other. But I'm not, but it's, but I'm not being, I never feel like I'm being attacked. Does that make any kind of sense? Like, and, and it took a lot of those conversations that we talked about for me to get attacked, <laughs> right? To, to, to then, to then get to a place where I'm like, you know, almost none of your attacks although they may like wound me or they, they, they may like, they may, truth be told, your, your tax, your tax can't hurt me because I'm, I know what I value. Does that, am I making any kind of sense? I hope, I hope you guys are getting this. Like it's, it's like, it's, it's the core the core of what I believe is so strong that you, nothing you can say or do can break it. Nothing. And I'm willing to, within that core belief, willing to grow outward, right? And willing to change and, and kind of move and, and, and flow with whatever it is that I need to flow with. And and so I, I just, you, you can't, you can't, you can't change it. And if I know you can't change it, right. But I know I can grow from that place. Then you can never put out an attack that, that, that injures me. Does, am I making any kind of sense? Yeah. Like, if I can add to it, maybe just real quickly, cause I know we both have to go. I think mental, emotional, physical, spiritual responsibility is no one else's responsibility other than our own. Yes. Right. And the challenge is, is so many of us place that responsibility of our own well-being in the hands of others. Yes. You need to talk to me, treat me in a certain way so that I feel better about me. Because if you talk to me and treat me in this way, then my feelings are hurt or I feel bad. Well, we feel that because usually inevitably what somebody says or does is one, we're perceiving it as an attack in the first place, which goes back to that relationship piece. Right it's screw you. You don't love me. I'll take it out. Are you okay? When we're perceiving we're, when, when somebody's exchanging words with us, they're using words, you know, little lines of text that exist in a dictionary and we're speaking them out. And we interpret that as being a dagger or we interpret it as being attack. What we're acknowledging is some old vulnerability within ourself really what's happening in a deeper psychology level, most of those dynamics is that person is confirming some sort of doubt we have about ourselves. And so now that they're confirming some sort of doubt we have about ourselves, we feel we have to defend it because now they're getting personal. Mm-hmm. And if Jared says to me, he says, you know, if I, if I'm doubting that I'm a good speaker, if I'm doubting, you know, I, I sometimes struggle, like I have a self-consciousness. Maybe I don't feel like my, my voice is, is deep enough or it has enough of a 
you know, like a memorable enough tone, or maybe it sounds too monotone to be a great speaker. And so if Jared says something to me like, man, you, you sound kind of monotone. And if I have that doubt, then it quickly could escalate to, if I'm thinking in that level one, level two, you don't care about me, or you're just attacking me, right? I'm escalating really quickly because now I have to defend something. Now, if I'm in a more taking responsibility for my own mental, emotional well-being, and I'm seeing him first as a friend, not foe, yes, I could ask for feedback. I could say, well, you know, man, I really respect you. Like, you know, what is it? Like, is there a time when I talk where I don't sound that way? Is there a time when I talk when I, you know, and then he'd give me examples. But I never get there if I am so vulnerable for myself and I haven't done my own inner work that I am reliant on Jared to make me feel whole and complete. Absolutely. And, and, and it's, and it's two, it's two, th- it's two fundamental factors. Well, exactly. Well, what you just said, one, you are relying on someone else to make you, to make you feel better about what it is that you do or value or believe. Right. And then the second piece of it is, is you don't really, you're not, you will have owned the belief that you can grow from there. Right. That you can actually get better. That if I say that, right, whether I'm coming, whether I'm friend or foe, right, what, don't matter what place I'm coming from, if you don't believe that you can grow from where you are, then you're going to be offended and you're going to be hurt and you're going to act in an offended, hurt, defensive manner. But if you believe you can grow from there to a better place, then you'll take it, you'll receive it, and you'll either decide that you're going to do the effort to grow, or if you're, it doesn't align with your values and your value system, you'll decide, I, I won't. And, it, and so be it, because I'm okay. And that's, and that's, and that's what I mean. You can't, that you can't, that person cannot be hurt. It can be absolutely completely vulnerable, but they can't be hurt because they know who they are. And they're like, if I really want to grow into a new place, I'll fucking grow there. And if I don't, and you have a problem with the way that I express myself, right? And the way that I behave, then fine. (laughs) Because I am everything that I am seeking, right? Even if it's to improve the world, it's for me. It's not for you. I'm seeking things for self, right? And, 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 and it's for my own growth, for my own expansion, for my own manifestation of what I was put on this earth to do. And if, and, and, and if, you're, if you don't align with that, then that's fine. That's you. And, 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 then, and, then, and, and so be it. You know, and and that doesn't mean there won't be conflict. You know what I mean? That, that that's not what that means. <laughs> it just it just it just it just means that 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 at least for you as an individual, that conflict doesn't come from a place of of doubt of am I right or am I wrong. It comes from a place of I know who I am. I know where I want to go, and I know what I want to build, and I know yeah. what I want to create. And boom and 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 this and this group has given me the this group this year has given me the 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 wherewithal to understand how to fucking walk through that water 
because you said right <laughs> how how do i how do i how do i swim in that place where you know i'm i'm swimming with people who who don't necessarily disagree with me and 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 who don't necessarily agree with me and 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 or do agree with me and to be honest you know the one thing i really learned the one thing i really learned the one thing i really learned this year is that no one will ever a hundred percent agree with everything that you believe <laughs> and if you assume that they should you're setting yourself up for a lot of failure. Especially, <laughs> especially if they're so crazy they think Larry Bird is a greater player than Michael Jordan. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, mic drop. We got to go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs>